The holiday season is here and Christmas is just around the corner. Join us on ACP Media 4 as we play Christmas-related material. We begin at 7 a.m. Eastern, early Saturday morning, December 17th, and continue until Sunday evening at 11 p.m. Please join us as we play lots of your favorite Christmas songs and stories. It's an ACB Media Christmas this weekend on ACB Media 4. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And a very good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Talk Mac event for December 15th, 2022. Wow, is it December already? We can't believe it, but uh, it is. All right. First of, our, uh, first of all, for those of you on Clubhouse, you may or may not have noticed we're in the ACB Club. And just looking at the audience figures, I, we're going to keep it this way for uh, these uh, hybrid events because I'm impressed. So I'm glad you are all here today as I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, the cloud. Now, I do got to be give you a full disclaimer. I just had a big Mac right before talking uh, about the Mac thing. Yes. So um, I want to uh, welcome in everybody. We've got Belinda taking care of you all over on Zoom. And we've got uh, Kayla La taking care of us over on the clubhouse side. So um, how it's going to work is I will do some talking and then you will do some listening. And then we'll get to some questions. So let's talk about cloud storage. When it comes to uh, this subject, there are a lot of choices. And I do mean a lot of choices. You've got your iCloud Drive and Dropbox, which are my favorites. You've got OneDrive, which I must admit I like. At least on the Mac. I've not played with it on Windows in a while, which is interesting because it's a Microsoft uh, product. But, uh, hey, I love Microsoft products on the Mac. You've got OpenDrive, which is a very unique one. And I'll talk briefly about it. I, there is an app for the Mac. You've got Google Drive, which is my least favorite out of the ones that I've played with. And... There are plenty of others which I don't even know anything about, and um, so on and so forth. So why cloud storage? What does it do? Well, it first of all, it syncs your stuff online. And I am a big believer in the cloud. In fact, everything I do, Unless I'm using an external hard drive, I do in the cloud, whether it's iCloud Drive or OneBox, and uh, OneBox, Dropbox, yikes. And the reason for that is I need to be able to access my files anywhere at any time. And being in the cloud lets me do this because not only can I shift between Mac and Windows, I have an additional Mac, I also have my iPhone, and... I never know when I might need to access files. Some great examples. School. There's been a couple times where I'd forgotten to put my papers on an external hard drive and I needed to print them out. This was the bad old days before COVID. 
So I could log on to the Dropbox website on my school computer and download the copy. Now, it is one of the situations where the hard drive is a lot more desirable. But And we will talk about the Dropbox website in a little bit, but it is an option that you do need to be aware exists just in case you're in a pinch like that. I could also view it on my phone. I did not have a way to share it to the school printers on the phone, or I would have used that method gladly. But since this is a Mac Club, I'm going to start by talking about iCloud Drive. And iCloud Drive, if you're an iPhone user, you're, you should be familiar with this. It's available through your Files app, and you can enable it in Settings. The Mac will also let you enable it, except um, I th I'm sure you can enable it in Settings. I was able to do so just by the startup screen. And what's, of course, with iCloud Drive, it's Apple, and... That can offer some continuity, such as the fact that certain folders will port over and sync with the cloud automatically, like documents or whatever. iCloud Drive offers the most flexible range of storage options. You've got everything from like your 5 gigabyte plan, which is free, to your 299 plan, all the way up to 2 terabytes. And so that can make it a convenient storage option, especially if you have another thing like Dropbox and you want something mid-range that's going to handle all the data from your phone as well as your Mac and whatnot. Some things that will automatically share between the cloud. Well, if you have Voice Dream Reader, it creates a reader folder in iCloud Drive. And in there is a folder called Loader. And so it's really convenient to put files into that Loader folder bring up my phone, and they're right there. I don't even have to do anything. The downside to iCloud Drive is Windows. It works on Windows, but this gets into one of the things that I don't like about iCloud Drive on either system. I have not found a way to see its status. And so I have a hard time telling if it's actually running or not over on the Windows side. And then the login thing is a whole another interesting issue as well. And even on the Mac side, I can't see if things are syncing or not. So if I don't see a file in another place, then that can be a big problem. And so that I find is one of the disadvantages with iCloud Drive. Or two disadvantages. Now, some things that are an advantage. One, you do have a built-in shortcut to get to it. So you can launch a Finder window, and we will do this. So let me hit the right thing here. That would really help. Which? Okay, so I'm going to go to Doc. my Finder. 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 Radio streams window. MCBVI, please. All right, and right now it's already open to somewhere else, but I can just bring up my iCloud Drive with Command-Shift-I. List. And it's open, it's not going to say anything, and now I can see all my folders in here. Path, list, path, list. Quick nav off. 7.756, 707, <coughs> 3,000. And 
5F20. Now I can primary. see all the files that I have here in iCloud Office Drive. Um, XML word processor. Now, some of the things that you can do with iCloud Drive. Did you know that you can share folders, for instance, and collaborate with other people? But that can get a little bit tricky. 3,300, So I'm going to pick a folder, folder here. Folder. And I'm going to bring up my context menu with VO Shift M. Menu. And we're going to go down. Open a new tab. Reply. Remove. Remove download. Okay. Move to trash. Remo remove. <clears throat> There's a couple of things here. If you hit the remove download. Remove download. 980. This step. is the folder. iCloud folder. drive of making the your folder the is online only. And what's nice about that particular option for your cloud storage services is you can store more data in the cloud than you have room for on your computer or other devices and just access what you need when you need it. And so that can really come in handy. So for instance, I have two terabytes with Dropbox, but and I only have a one terabyte Mac side. I have a two terabyte drive, but it's split between the two systems. And my Dropbox, thanks to a couple of folders, is well over a terabyte. So I have access to way more content in my Dropbox that I can just make available offline when I need it. Loop back. And Loop back. Um, Finder. 986. Do that. Okay, let's go menu. back to my content. Download. Menu. Reply. Download now. If it's online, then your option would be download now instead if you want the file or folder offline. Reply. Remove. Move to trash. Get info. Rename. Compress 900. Duplicate. Make alias. Quick look. 900. Copy 986. The mixed stuff folder. Share ellipsis. And my share. Okay, so this... I'm going to show you something that really threw me off the first time I tried sharing an iCloud Drive folder with somebody. 986. And one thing I will mention... Stuff is Older. that Older. the collaboration aspect of iCloud Drive is a lot newer than uh, Dropbox. And um, Loop on. so it's something that I've not been as familiar with. But I'm, and so I'm, I'm familiar with it now, but um, anyway, I digress. 3, Okay, I lost focus menu. on here, so I'm just going to hit ellipsis. S for a share. So I did the context menu, and I hit S for share, and I'm going to hit enter. 986, the mixed stuff folder. Folder. And are you going to bring up my FTP share dialog? Ooh, you are Cycle through not. Window. Loop, loop back. Finder. Work it. Zoom meetings. Alias. Alias. Okay. 986, 3, menu. Single quick action. Import from iPhone. Submenu. Manage share. Share ellipsis. Manage shared folder. Share ellipsis. Okay, so let's try to see if the space will do anything. Okay, nope. Let's try our manage share. Quick look, cop, share, manage shared folder. Map tags, manage shared folder. 986, the mix, empty list. Okay, so this is not what I was wondering. So the first thing I've got. Folder, image, 986, the mix, stuff folder. Shared by me. List. So now I can see my different options here with the share folder. So if I interact with this list, in list C B H A Herbert L C B E C M E E C B, I can see the different people who have access to this folder. E C Elizabeth Common out of list. So that is actually useful, and that part's a little bit easier than Dropbox actually. Permissions 
Only people you invite. Pop up button. So I can set the permissions for this particular folder. So right now it's set to only people that I invite. But if I go down, menu check anyone with the link. I can give anybody the link. Check mark only people anyone with the link. Or only people I invite. People so invite. that depends button. on the type of folder you're wanting to do. Can view only pop up button. I suggest if you use the first option, you definitely want it set to can view only. But um, this makes it so that everybody else viewing the folder can only view the content. They cannot edit it. And I don't know if this could still happen or not. I had a situation a long time ago where somehow a virus got into a shared Dropbox folder and it was given to everybody. And... Um, <clears throat> When you only have specific people allowed to edit a folder, then it makes the source identification a lot easier should like should something like that happen again because you're only dealing with like say a handful of people versus twenty or thirty, which is what I was dealing with. At stop the time. sharing button. I can stop the sharing. Copy link button. I can copy the link. Done button. Done button. Copy can only permission list shared by me. Nine hundred eighty folder. Done button. And so that's the sharing permissions, but it is not letting me quick action import from actually share the copy 900 share ellipsis 986 the mixed stuff folder. Well, you're not nice. Excuse me. Okay. So as you can hear in this live demo, iCloud Drive can be temperamental. Okay. So let's move on to my favorite then. And that is Dropbox. Okay. The reason why Dropbox is my favorite, one, familiarity. I've been using it since 2008 or 9, or 10 at the absolute latest. But either way, I've been using it for over 10 years. So familiarity breeds comfort. I find that it is actually not only accessible, but a lot more accessible than on Windows. Some unique features to Dropbox, their website, though it can be irksome, is usable. And I mentioned one of the things I use their site for, like, say, if I'm on a remote computer and I want to access my files. Well, obviously, I do not want to download Dropbox and give everybody access to my files, but I can go to my account on the website and get to them that way. Another nice thing about Dropbox is you can recover deleted files. And that can really come in handy if you accidentally delete a file. You've got up to 30 days or you can get extra um, things that will let you hold on to permanent deleted files forever. The one caveat when it comes to that and just a Dropbox website, I find that it works better on Chrome than it does on Safari. Maybe I just haven't played with it enough on Safari, but I find that on Chrome it just tends to work a lot better. And unlike Windows, it doesn't seem to be as jumpy. And so if you have one or two folders, you may not notice this, but if you have a ton of folders like I do, it can be very hard sometimes to find the folder that you want. And I'm not going to do a full demo of the Dropbox website. I'm going to focus on the app today, but um, nevertheless, know that that is an option. And so within the folder, you can go to show deleted files and see the particular files that were deleted within that folder and recover them. 
and whatnot. So the first thing with Dropbox is after you download it, you will have to sign in, of course, and the Dropbox app will live in your apps folder. But what if you want to get to the folder and not always be launching the app every time? I'm so glad you asked me that. Doc, Finder, open. One of We're going to go to Finder, Finder. Dropbox window. And oh, the first thing I'm going to do is go to Finder Preferences. Finder Settings, Window, Show All Files, Finder Settings. Extensions. I'm not used to this new Ventura. Close, but minute, find toolbar. Show these hard disks, check, checkbox, external CDs, connected search, Dropbox, new Finder Windows Show. Pop up new button. Finder mm. Windows Show. So let's take a look at this real quick. If I arrow down. Menu checkmark, Herbert's MacBook Pro, Macintosh HD, Bootcamp, Herbie, Desktop, Documents, iCloud Drive, Recents, Other Ellipsis, <laughs> checkmark, Dropbox. I don't Dropbox. remember if Dropbox Lit. showed up One, by default so if I had to get to it from others, but um, you can have your Finder window open into your main Dropbox folder. And that way, it'll just work like a regular folder structure that you're used to. And what's nice about it for me is this is my Dropbox shortcut. And if I need to go to iCloud, I've still got my command shift I. And so and with Dropbox, it's open the Finder window or Command N for new Finder window if I'm already in the folder somewhere else. And voila, so that is the very simple way of accessing Dropbox. Okay, <clears throat> now let's take a look at something with, that we have in Dropbox, and that is our menu extras. And I'm just double checking the voiceover is on. Okay. <clears throat> I couldn't remember if I turned it back on in my uh, system or not for you to hear it. So with Dropbox, let's focus on something that we've got. Remember I told you we can see the status of files. So I can see if things are uploading and that type of thing. And I'm going to get to my menu extras with VOMM. Status menus, Bluetooth, status menu. And... We're going to view left. Now focus rocket front it Dropbox 162.4.5419 up to date status menu. So I can see immediately that it is up to date. There's nothing uploading or downloading. So what if I want to get to my drop, Dropbox preferences? I'm going to VO space. Dropbox, Dropbox 162.4.5419 up to date menu. <coughs> so it's telling me the version number and all open that. Open Dropbox and menu bar. So I can open Dropbox and menu bar. Open Dropbox folder. Launch Dropbox website. Checkmark personal. And you may recognize this if you used it on Windows from your system tree. This is the same thing, only a lot more organized. Herbie.allen at gmail.com. Dimmed. 78.3% of 2.1 TB used. Dimmed. Recently changed files. Submenu. So see, I can see recently changed files from here. Up to date. Dimmed. Pause syncing. I can pause syncing. View sync issues. Snooze notifications. Sub preferences ellipsis. And... Help center. Quit Dropbox. Open Dropbox and menu bar. There you Quick go. Snooze notification. So those are my menu. I'm going to take a look at the preferences because I just want to show you how, again, easy they are to access. Finder, application, general window, start <laughs> Dropbox on system startup, check checkbox. So here you've got your launch Dropbox at system startup. And if I want to look through my options, I can view right. Language, system language, pop up button, Dropbox badge, never show, pop up button. So I don't have Dropbox giving me constant notifications, but I can adjust that if I want to get notified of every little thing that goes on in my Dropbox. I know some people like that. For me, that just drives me batty, especially if I have situations where I'm going to be seeing multiple files 
going on, but I do get um, I, I do get some Dropbox alerts, but uh, I have them kind of minimized a little bit. About Dropbox, V100s, link, learn about, open, link, learn about Dropbox update, link, learn about open source software, toolbar. All right, and if I want to go through the different preferences, I just go do a VO home to the toolbar and I interact. In toolbar, account, button. And I've got my different options, general, general account, account but backups, button, backups, network, button. Notifications button sync button sync button Not- network backup. Let's button. talk about backups real quick. Backup selected. There are some interesting things that Dropbox can Out do. Of tool, this Mac automatically backup external drives and computer folders like desktop and documents. Right to Dropbox. Manage backups button. External drive backups. Show setup notifications when new external drives are plugged in. Check checkbox. Right. Unchecked. I don't know why that's checked. I want that unchecked. Photos. Enable camera uploads for check checkbox. Unchecked. All right, and uh, let's disable camera uploads because I don't use Dropbox. Photos and videos. Upload photos and videos from devices you plug into your Drop devices. iPhone personal. Remove iPhone button. Herbie's iPhone don't import. Remove Herbie's iPhone button. Herbie's iPhone personal. Remove Herbie's Herbert Allen's iPhone. Remove Herbie's iPhone don't import. How many iPhones do I have in here? Okay, I've had a lot of iPhones over the years, so I can see. Share get a link. Screenshots. Share screenshots and screen recordings using Dropbox. Uncheck checkbox. I have this disabled. Get a link instantly so you can share screenshots and screen recordings in a snap. Help, but help, button, toolbar. All right, so that's the account. In toolbar. Six items, <coughs> backups. Excuse me. The last one I do want to show you, though, is the sync, because this can really get people in a lot of trouble if they don't understand how Dropbox works. Sync, but sync selected. So I selected the sync button. I'm now going to uh, VOJ, actually. I can No, I can't do that. Out of toolbar. I do have to uninteract. Storage of new files. Let's talk about storage of new files. Choose the default for this Mac. On new file, choose the default for this Mac. Online only files don't take up hard drive space unless you open them. Available offline stores files in your hard drive. New files default. Online only. Pop up button. So if you, depending on how you use your stuff, you may want online only or you may want local. And I have this set up differently on different machines. So a lot of people, they get frustrated because they don't realize that their Dropbox is set to online only. And so it takes a while to open up, especially a large file. But what's really nice is... Just because you have something set as a default, that does not apply to individual folders. So um, a good example is uh, ACB disclaimers, for instance. Those are all local because, well, I kind of need to play them for when I'm streaming. So <clears throat> that is how they are set. And all I have to do is arrow Menu down. Ch- available offline. Check mark. Online only. Online, online or available only. offline. Some apps on your Mac might. <clears throat> online only. Pop- but this is my default. Now, one other thing I do want to show you. Let's view Some apps right on your here. Mac might have trouble opening files while they're online only. Link. Learn more. Select folders to sync to this Mac. Select folders to sync to this Mac. Let's say that you do not want to see certain folders on your particular machine. For whatever reason, you can actually adjust that very easily. Hide folders you don't want to see on this Mac. Select folders button. And so we just go to the select folders. Selective sync window. Dropbox. Web so content. this brings up the selective sync. Close. Minimum. Full. Sele- selective sync. Web content. And I guess I... Okay, we'll just interact with this web In content. Selective, select folders to sync to this Mac. Deselected folders will be available only on Dropbox.com. Select all. Select all. Check checkbox. Select all. File browser. Group. File browser column, group, grid, table one column, 986 demix, shared, checked, one, check, checkbox, one GB, press right arrow key to navigate, end of, 908, check, checkbox, one GB, 
Press right and dot 2022 ACB convention media files. Check checkbox 295 millibars. So basically, I can check and uncheck the folders that I want to see on my Mac. And when I'm end done, of table. end of file grid table one column 2022 ACB con- okay. end of presentation end of end of file browser. Co- okay, and um, so basically, when I column, was group. trying to get to the end, end of, of this here, end of so update select cancel update selected button so i just have to look for the update button at the very end i forgot what the button was called and there you go cancel. so that Find is how i do the selective Don't sync so window. you have a couple of options okay thank you voiceover when it comes to syncing your folders all right some other goodies that dropbox can do let's talk about that dropbox fold dawn of hope minute dropbox we'll play folder. with this dropbox folder so if i want to adjust any attributes of this folder of course i can just open it normally db2015082413384678 all right that's dropbox nice. So, but let's look at this particular file. I'm pretty sure it's going to be set to online only. So let's do a context menu. Menu. And I'm going to just arrow up because it's quicker to get to these options going up than it is down. Services. Make available offline. Make available offline. So this is where I can make the file available offline without actually opening it. And view comments. View on Dropbox. That can really come in handy. View, view on Dropbox.com. If I want to view it on the website, and the only time you really do this is if you create a new folder and you just want to share it with yourself, then you would do the same option, but on the uh, Dropbox website so it syncs up. We'll come back to that in a minute. Version history. I can see version history of this file. Copy Dropbox link. Copy Dropbox link. All right, let's talk about that in a, because... This can really come in handy. Let's say I want to share this file with somebody. I can hit enter. Available when online. And the link is copied. Now, here's something to know about Dropbox links for both systems. It is not set to let somebody easily download, but there is an easy way to do that. Now, email, mail at least if you are set to HTML view, will nicely encode the link and make it so that you can't see it. But there's a workaround. So what I'm going to do is Finder, go open. to... Amadeus Pro, open. No, I don't want Amadeus Pro. I want Safari. Safari, open. Fi- Safari, Thank you. untitled. That's what happens when you don't close out things, guys. And I'm going to do a Command-L to location. go to the address bar. Zero, toolbar. And I've pasted zero, in the link. Zero, and I'm going to change this zero, zero, zero to a one. One. And then I can do a select H-T-T-P-F. all with Command-A, copy with Command-C. And now I can share the link wherever I want, and the person, because I changed the zero to a one, will be able to download the file or folder a lot more easily. So a neat little trick there with sharing Dropbox links. I don't know if there's a quota on how many times a Dropbox link can be shared or viewed or anything like that, but um, nevertheless, that is how that works. Okay. Close window. Something else I want to show you on Dropbox that is definitely a lot more accessible than Windows. And I'm going to show you that. So what if I want to share a folder? So I'm going to share this Dropbox folder with Jared. Well, he actually won't get the invite, but I'm going to just share it with him anyway. So I'm going to do my context Menu. menu. 
So this is a live demo, and let's see Make if open, view, my rewind, copy, drop, request, send a copy, share ellipsis. My share on here works. Application, share it window, does. share web content. So it brings up a share content, and what is different about here than Windows is I can actually see the fields that I'm typing in and see what I'm typing in them, and share. So I just interact. Dropbox two, contact name, email name, or. So now I can type in Jared, Jared insertion edit Jared, Jared, Jared Reimer, Jared Reimer at Jared Reimer at 986 Demix, Jared Reimer at 986 Demix.co insertion at end of. Oh, don't give me that CO. But I can use my left and right arrow keys and see what I wrote in here, and then I can via right. List box one item candidate selected menu pop up. Jared Reimer at 98 list box candidate selected. Ah yes, that can edit. And if I don't want Jared to be able to delete the files in here, I can switch into can view. Can view people can view download. And I just down arrow on that field and then via space selected menu pop up collapse button. I can view right again. Add a message optional. Edit text. Add a message optional. So here I can write a message. Share. Selected button. And then there's my share selected button. And I can just view space on that. And voila, it's shared with him. It is that easy. I honestly, yes, I'm putting Windows down. Well, okay, I'm putting Dropbox on Windows down on this one. But it is... I almost will not share Dropbox on the Windows side anymore because I'll just wait till I'm back on the Mac side or use my phone um, to Finder. share a folder. But I, I, I find available the Mac sharing a folder very, very easy to do. Okay, what else can I show you about Dropbox on the Mac? Um... Like I said, it you know it just works really within the whole ecosystem of the Mac, and it's very easy to share links or share drop, files. Dropbox folder out of drop, Dropbox. If out of I column. want to create a folder List, that one item selected, I Dropbox Dawn of Hope Ministry folder. Want to share with people? Sidebar, that's table, pretty in easy sidebar, Google to Drive, do. Dropbox favorites, or I items, can go to my sidebar Dropbox, and view files level. here. But um, new folder. Let's just create a folder. UHD folder. Okay, so it created an untitled, untitled folder. 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 So in column view, by the way, you can just go to your sidebar and then point it to Dropbox and do a command shift N for new folder. Untitled folder. And Cons- I'm going to call this test, test hyphen share. Share. Well, it's not going to be shared, but test okay. Share. Window. <clears throat> test share. UH. Test share. Fold. So I want to make sure this folder syncs up to Dropbox now. And that's very easy. I'm just going to do my context menu again with VO Shift M. Menu. And I'm going to do view on Dropbox.com. View on Dropbox.com by hitting V. Test share. Safari. Dropbox. Web content. And 90% now. 90% loaded. 90% loaded. It is on here. Test, test, share, and test, And share. now anything Drop I put in this box. folder will sync up banner. and I can see it anywhere that I want. View upgrade options. View upgrade, view upgrade out of link. End of banner. Open all files. Group. Okay, that's nice. Like I said, I'm not going to show you the website. Um, it's so cluttered that it, you, you just, uh, it, you, like I said, I can give you some pointers. If, if you have any specific issues that you'd like to address, we will get to those. All right. I'm going to command Q. Test share window. UA test share. 
folder. And I'm going to delete this folder Move with command UHD. delete because I don't need it. Close window. Zoom meetings, alias. And alias. so it's really hard to quit Dropbox unless you were actually in the menus. I have inadvertently managed to quit the app once or twice, but I can see in the menu bar if it's syncing or not. And if it's not showing up in my status menu, then it's a simple matter of going to the apps folder, hitting D for Dropbox and doing a command O. And that relaunches the app. So I, th I think that um, hopefully that explains a lot like uh, why I really find Dropbox very easy to use, very cooperative and whatnot. So before I talk about anything else, I could talk about Google Drive, but it's really not one of my favorites. Let's see if you all have any questions or comments. Loop back. So I'm Loop going back. to get voiceover switched off of here. And I realize that you may not have been able to hear the instructions clearly or you came in late. So just to rehash, if you'd like to raise your hand on Zoom, it's command. I'm, so, I'm sorry, option Y. And um, if you are, oh, oh, I guess I better give the Windows equivalent too, hadn't I? And that's Alt-Y. And then um, Command-Shift-A to mute and unmute. Oh, yeah, and Alt-A. And um, on Club Deck, you hit the Request to Speak button, and then you, or Clubhouse said Request to Speak button. Club Deck, it actually is raise hand. So, and uh, we will get you brought up on stage and acknowledge you. So we will cycle between Zoom and Clubhouse. And so with that, let's go over to the Zoom side first. And do we have any questions? No, we do not. Not at this time. All right. In that case, let's go over to Clubhouse. And we have Alan up on stage. Alan. Um, I don't know if you had a question, Alan. Alan, I know you know how to unmute. Yeah, so he is still muted. So he raised his hand a while ago. So maybe you answered the question he had. Uh, maybe. All right. Well, in that case, do we have any other questions? Not in Zoom. All right. And I am not Kirby. Yes. I apologize. This is Stephanie Watts, and I am having difficulty. I'm on my iPhone, and I'm having dif difficulty finding a raised hand. Um, ah, it is I'm under the reactions button, but go oh ahead my. with your question. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, okay. That must yeah, be don't... <laughs> I, it's really weird. Uh, we'll talk about the iPhone just real quick. I've seen it in two places now. I've seen it under reactions, and in one case, I actually saw it on the main screen, so... Okay. Um, Again, apologies. No, that's uh, okay. I'm fairly new to using the Mac, and mm -hmm. um, I'm, tr I'm contemplating how best to do iCloud, uh, backups to iCloud. Um, and you may have covered that. I, I did come in a little bit later. Um, so could you talk about that? Okay, so um, are you talking about backing up like your entire Mac to iCloud or just files that you use? Well, I maybe you can um, help me figure that out because I, I think in my head I was thinking about files, but backing up the entire Mac to it, I mean, it is 
is the practical answer yes back up everything to iCloud and then set a preference for when things get updated is that Okay, so let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about a little bit how iCloud works here because this is different for the iPhone than it is for the Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, iCloud on the iPhone backs up, clones your entire phone, basically. And so that comes in handy when you do a restore, you can get everything back. The Mac, it does not work that the same way. I think some things some things do get backed up, like your desktop, for instance, does, because I've seen aliases that I put on my desktop show up on my other Mac. I think apps that you purchase from the Mac App Store also back up into iCloud, but anything else, you would have to do yourself. Um, when it comes to documents and stuff, it's very easy. Just don't ever save anything in your My Documents folder on the computer. Just create a use the existing documents folder within iCloud. I think I think it backs up to another documents folder on your computer, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but. <clears throat> Like I said, I don't use iCloud Drive as much, but what I would do is I just create all my folders in iCloud. And then whenever you're saving anything, you just save it into iCloud and you work from it from that location. Mm -hmm. So that way it's always there. It's always backing up. You don't have to remember to move files from one place to another. And the advantage you have with iCloud too is from that save file dialog, you can actually do your command shift I to bring up iCloud Drive if it's moved to a different folder. So mm-hmm. um, I just, I always work from within my cloud folders. I never work with any folders outside of it. There's some things that can't be, but I guess you could make a copy of your apps folder and put that into iCloud. Um, otherwise, there are different ways of backing up your Mac and a lot of, most of that involves time machine and mm-hmm. that is works best with an external you need an external drive for that one mm-hmm. um but uh yeah that's basically it is if you just work save everything into your iCloud drive then it'll always be backing up and you can get to it the syncing would happen yep because i'm still I'm still on using my Windows machine for certain things and slowly, slowly moving right. over to the Mac, you know, time permitting. I can do more of that next year, but just wanted to get an idea. Yeah. Um, so basically just create stuff inside of the iCloud folder Yep. and work from there. Okay. Yep. I love simplicity. <laughs> Thank yeah, you so that's, much. <laughs> that's always the best. You're mm-hmm. most welcome. <laughs> All right. Do we have anybody over in Clubhouse? Nope, not at this time. All right. And how and about you do have a uh, dev here in Zoom? All right, dev. Yes, yeah, so I'll make a comment um, about the thing you were just talking about from all my time, both in Mac and Windows and trying to make everything sync up. And then I have a question. So I think the easiest way to actually sort of cloud backup stuff, regardless of what what system you use, 
is that at least on the Mac, you don't need to back up the actual apps that you get from the App Store because, of course, they're in your account in the App Store. And right. you might even get a newer one if you have to download it again. So that's good. Um, or maybe not. But um, but what I have always backed up is the disk images for apps that I get from somewhere else. Now, not right. things like Zoom because, you know, that's that's perfectly, we can go out and get it again or whatever. Yes. I just keep a little list of those so that when I'm having my heart attack about the fact that my PC crashed and I can't remember what all I used to have, um, I keep yes. a list. And I keep that in my cloud so that I can go to it again. Um, and and my, my particular item is called Keys and Things. And so what's in there are all the keys to software that I've purchased that's not on either my Mac or Windows PC yes. that are not, that, that require a key of some kind um, that I purchased a key for, you know, so that if I have to install it again, I need that key again. So yep. I keep all those keys in the Keys and Things folder. I keep that list of of what it is that is on my PC that's not from either the Mac App Store or I only have one or two things from the Windows App Store, but what, what is it that I would need to put back? And then, right. um, and then I, you know, if there was something that was really sort of hard to come by, I might keep um, the disk image backed up somewhere or something if I could didn't think I could just readily go back and grab it. But but that way, you know, and everything you install from the App Store actually pretty much asks you if it has data, do you want my data stored in the cloud? Yes. And so if you do, yep. um, you know, you do. Uh, my problem is I don't really want to pay for more um, iCloud storage because I don't use it very much. And I'm running out, and so I'm about to have to pay for some because some of those apps are asking. Um, yeah. So my question, though, and I and I know you covered this. I, I had to. I got a distraction. Had to step away for a second. Um, where are I could not find the Dropbox um, preferences. So I installed it, and when I opened the Dropbox app, I'm just in a Finder window in Weirdness right. Land, <laughs> and and I can find I can get to the folders in the sidebar. But where where were the stupid preferences? Because I couldn't find. All them. right, so this is actually the equivalent. This is actually the same as Windows, believe it or not. Okay. Um, so on the Mac, you have the menu extras with V O M M. Oh, and, that's right. I forgot about that. All right. Yep. And so in there, you will see Dropbox. And if you okay. via space on right. that, not only will you see okay. all your syncing status, you'll see preferences towards the bottom. Yeah. I think you can also get to it by hitting P. Yeah. Well, it's just if you get in there, I'd find it. But I just, I forgot yes. about that whole menu. And that's the piece I missed when I was gone. Okay. Oh, yes. That's uh. it. it, it, it yeah, it's a it's a great thing to know about. Um, both yeah. the Dropbox and Google Drive actually use that menu, uh, menu extras. So, well, OneDrive probably does too. I haven't installed OneDrive in this Mac round. I had it in my old Mac round, but it's yes, different. OneDrive does yeah. too. Yes, yeah, I think they all would. Yeah. Okay. That 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 helps because you were going through those when I came back. I was like, oh no, how do I get there? Because I was looking for those <laughs> everywhere. All righty, great. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And yes. Herbie, we have um, Kim over here now. All right. Hey, Herbie. Can Hello. you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm also, I, I think I'm going to look to storing on iCloud. Um, 
And I don't know how to do that. I don't even know if I backed up anything yet. I've had my, had my computer for a year. Um, but what I would be wanting to say would be like the things that I have uh, in Safari under favorites, that kind of thing. Um, so, and I, I know you don't use this very often, so you, just tell me if I should call <laughs> Apple or if I need to call someone else for help so, with this. So, yes, yeah, Safari does. So, first of all, you want to make sure that you're signed into your iCloud account. And you can find that in system settings under accounts. Okay. Um, and yes, yeah, Safari is one of those things that automatically syncs up to your iCloud. And the easiest way to find out if it's storing your bookmarks is actually just go to Safari on your iPhone. If you stored bookmarks on the Mac and, you know, just go to Safari on your iPhone and go to the bookmarks there. And if you see your Mac ones showing up, then you already know that it is syncing and you can get to them on. Um, oh, yeah. Because I have seen. <laughs> On Safari, I think, Let's, near the top of the you know, screen. One, and one thing to clarify, guys, I mean, because there's reasons why I do still use iCloud. I use it for things, for continuity things that you can't do with Dropbox, you know, like uh, st things that store, like password storage and handoff and things like that. So I do use iCloud. I just don't use iCloud Drive that much. It's not my main go-to dropbox is still my main go-to yeah. but i do use it so i, I and do. yes on my iphone i have seen yep up at the top it says favorites yep and i'm like oh that must be on my computer because i don't have favorites yep well you can open iPhone. that double tap that favorites folder and if you see the same things showing up um it can really get, mine is really fun because I've had a lot of syncing from Chrome and this and that. So I've got bookmarks up the wazoo, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, but that, that's, but if you sign into your iCloud account and, um, I can show you all that in a little bit too, but it's very similar to the iCloud on your iPhone where you check and then check the things that you want stored and that's going into more iCloud and continuity it's a little bit less than with iCloud drive but it's part of the same ecosystem but that's why you you, you do at least want to be familiar with the basic iCloud if nothing else so yeah okay all right great Thanks. question there kim okay um does anybody else have any questions for us about iCloud drive dropbox syncing continuity we don't have any raised hands here. All right. And uh, how about over on the clubhouse side? Hey, it's Eric. What's up? Uh, not much. Eric, welcome. Eric's up next. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. noticed that. <laughs> he beat you to it. Okay. Anyway, okay. Eric, what's up? <laughs> Did they change? Did they fix the bug where if you change your system output settings, um, it wouldn't tell you? Which you switched to two, unless it was too late. Ooh, have they fixed that bug in the latest update? So you're you wanting to know, like, to where it's not letting you click on the uh, confirm button? Well, that, well, that too. Well, then there's there's the table, right? Yes. So you see your system, whatever your output. So we have a lot of Apple TVs. So when it 
when I did it last time, it sent an AirPlay code, and my mom was actually watching it. So, is there a way to actually not show those devices? Like, So, two things I would do is, one, <clears throat> I would go to your voiceover output. So, I go to your voiceover utilities. Yeah. And yeah. go to sounds. And by the way, guys, if you haven't noticed, we've subtly opened up now to any type of Mac questions. So that's sorry. That, that's fine. I'm, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> we were. It wasn't like there was a lineup anyway. But um, if uh, mm-hmm. that gets more discussion going, I'm all for it. So what I would do is I go to your voiceover utility. I would go to sounds, and I would yeah. set your voiceover to rather than system default, mm-hmm. the current sound card that you're using. That mm-hmm. way, when you go changing sound, the default sound card. In your system outpoint, out, uh, output, mm-hmm. voiceover is always going to be there and you will hear what it is doing. Now, right, that being right. said, yes, the it's still, unfortunately, when you go from system to system, it likes to change it. it, it and that's one thing that I wish could be a little bit different because, you know, like what you were talking about with the AirPlay, I have a HomePod and so I definitely had the... Yeah, that to uh, come up and that slows things down a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about there, but yeah. Well, I mean, you could just put your Mac in airplane mode and switch. Yeah. Your but if you have voiceover talking to you, you can react a lot more quicker. And sure. so sure. that's why I, I always leave my voiceover set to stay on the same sound card. And if I wanted to switch. Yeah. So then... like, for example, I tried to switch because I have a headset that doesn't switch automatically. Right. Like when you turn on your Mac, it doesn't switch. Yep. And so what I did was uh, I first did with voiceover, which you did, and I tried to change this uh, system output to my Logitech, right? Yep. And it said and it said living room, and then it brought up an AirPlay code. So I was like, oh, wait, wait. And of course, my mom was yelling at me like, hey, where's the AirPlay code? What's that for? Like, So another thing to know, <laughs> though, is you can do first letter navigation. So if you know what the letter that your thing that you want starts with, you can I also... tried. And it actually, because the Apple TV, it's named Living Room. Right. And then there's Logitech USB headset, which is my headset. Right. So that's where you just have to type in L-O. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And the other thing is, I wonder if you can change the name of your Apple TV so that way, you know, it has a starts with a different letter, um, you know, or maybe yeah, like yeah, call, call it family room TV, instead of know. living room. Right, right. That's and true. then you'd only have the one L to contend with. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that would be another option as well. But so, it's not often I use that headset. So I think right, the, rest them, I, the rest of them are. Uh, yeah. It switches, but. Right, but that—that's the thing. I was wondering if they switch, change that bug. No, um, that's that's always been the same. I, um, that yeah, but a, I think the confirm button is. No, the confirm so button fixed. is a whole nother. Let's see if that is fixed. So let's go yeah, to sound. Yeah. Um, output. Yep, I'm making sure I'm set to output here because. Mm-hmm. And they've changed my control panel for this sound. What the? Okay. All right, hold on, guys. I I just ran the update yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, there we go. Okay. So if I change output. Okay, can I change to my speakers? 
Interesting. Okay. Somebody say something. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay. I'm surprised. Do they Did they fix it? Ooh, there it is. Oh, wow. Did they actually change it? And accept the confirm button, switched it back. What? Oops. Okay, so this is different. Now, yeah, they did fix the bug, because now I have to select the thing. Your default speaker has changed to MacBook Pro speakers, MacBook Pro speakers, and will now be used. So if I confirm, yeah. there it goes. Okay, wow. Now let's see if I can switch it. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, so they've... Okay, so that is a slight change they did make with this update, then. Okay. I can get used so, to this so change. What? So now you should be able to change if you've run if you're running the latest Ventura, you mm-hmm. should now be able to look through for you just find the sound card you want, hit VO space, and then it'll switch over to it. Oh, so they've okay. now switched. They've now fixed your issue in this latest Ventura. Thank God. Yeah. I emailed them and I was like, "Hey, my mom's getting six AirPlay codes." All right. Well, they listened to you. Hey, I'm now I know what I have to go to when we got something changed. All right. Right. No, but. Another thing, have you messed with Homebrew? In the no, up- I have no? not. No, because I was wondering how to update Python and stuff like that, just to have a recent version. Because I think I have like 3.7, or I forget what they're up to now. Well, I think you're going to have to crawl to somebody else uh, for that one, unfortunately. But uh, I, I, I do not use Homebrew. The one person I can think of who I do know uses Homebrew is not... Uh, with us today or um, get him to uh, talk to you about it but um, maybe you know I do we do meet every week every other week on the Mac Club and we may get some users over there that um, uh, might know about uh, um, um, homebrew so then here so if you come back next week, we may find somebody that knows the answer to that one. You said something about homebrew. Yep. If we may, I may know somebody that I may be able to get. I'll be able to get an answer for you if you come to the Mac Club next week because I know somebody that I think does use homebrew that I can ask. Yeah, that I need question. to actually. Am I following this club? I'm not sure. I don't know. So this I, week we're in the go, ACB club. You're following yeah. me at least. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this week we're in the ACB club. Next week we'll be back in the uh, Mac Blind Mac Users Club. So, and Herbie, just yeah, to know, like, you yeah. have six minutes. All right, good to know. Right. Good to know. All right, I'm gonna go play Crazy Party. So I'll see y'all. All right, sounds good. Have fun. All, All right, right, do we have right. anybody over on the Zoom side? You do not have any raised hands. All right, so I'll just briefly talk about Google Drive. Um, This one confuses me. It's straightforward in terms of when you're using it as a regular folder. The nice thing about Google Drive is you've got 15 gigs of space. The downside to Google Drive, it's Google, and I think that they're probably the least protective of your uh, privacy. But... um, What's really confused me is the way links are shared and you have to create aliases to folders and it's kind of a uh, very interesting mess, so I won't get into that. I've recently also looked into OneDrive and um, 
that one is an interesting one too because of the way collaboration works and i did find a way for files that you can uh, edit anyway that you can open excel files now in excel and the same for word um, rather than the uh, online link but um, it has a very straightforward interface and i understand it's even more accessible than the version on windows so um, that does not surprise me I'll tell you, um, like I said, I, I love how, for the most part, a word could be a little bit better, but um, for instance, I love accessing the ribbons on the Mac side of Word rather, rather than on the Windows side. It's a lot more straightforward. You just interact with the ribbon toolbar, find what you want, and bada bing. But guys, we are running out of time. I am so glad that uh, you joined me today, and I hope you got something out of this demonstration. If you have any questions, you can always find me around Clubhouse, and I always um, help out uh, Michael and uh, Marty with their uh, unmute call. In fact, I run it for them. No, I don't, but Michael's in the audience in the Clubhouse, so I can talk about him, and he can't say anything, so... Um, no, they, Michael and Marty do a really good job every Tuesday. Um, I think, do we have a tech power hour tonight, Belinda? Yes, we do at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right. See, this puts me in a conflict because, um, and some of you may be in a conflict too, because we got tech power hour and bit selections happening at the same time. I'm going to have to use my multitasking skills, guys, but, um, so you can ask your additional tech questions in there or whatever else Belinda has in store for us. And in a couple of weeks, I am going to talk about the Zoom app for Mac. Yes, how can you use Zoom? We're going to talk about um, participating in Zoom calls. I am going to show you all how you can schedule meetings using the Zoom app. And I will talk about the website as well a little bit. And uh, just the whole nine yards, everything you want to know about Zoom on the Mac. I think that'll be an interesting topic. At least I hope so. If you've got any uh, requests or anything you'd like me to cover for future Mac demos, your feedback is extremely important. So I know what uh, you all are interested in. So reach out to me if you have my contact info or you can get a hold of me through community at acb.org. And a reminder to those of you who have not already done so, make sure that you subscribe to communityacb.org. It is a uh, regular email address, but if you uh, send an email to them and say, I would like to be added to the community list, please. Here's my name and email. And you give them your name and email, they will gladly do so. My thanks to Belinda, Kayla, and Deb, who was our uh, streamer today. And uh, thank you to all of you who uh, came and uh, listened to this presentation. And on that note, guys, we will see you in a couple weeks. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays to everyone.